Now, welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 92, recorded on July 12, 2022. Today, we will be discussing all the unfortunate content revealed for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I'm, hopefully, your favorite host, Kaiser, and your, hopefully, hopefully, your other favorite host, Nathan. Nathan. Pessimistically favorite co-host. I, I, I think I'm more pessimistic than you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I kind of cursed this channel by predicting so many bad things and oh, yeah. having them all come true. Thankfully, I'm no longer being punished for that. Yeah. Now, as a bit of a recap, um, because there's been other topics these past few weeks, we kind of never got time to necessarily talk about Xenoblade Chronicles 3 in like depth. Um, we kind of yeah. always lightly t- touched it on it, but like there was, was just so much... Just there was rapid a whole fire. Direct. There was the whole freaking Nintendo Direct on this game. So I mean, like, why the heck did we not bother doing this? To be fair, I don't think anyone else was interested besides the two of us here. Because apparently, Nintendo fans hate JRPGs. All right. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> yeah, you're telling me I have to press A just to get through a cutscene, and oh, just get through several menus. Nah, in all seriousness, but for the most part. Uh yeah, Xenoblade three. I I gotta admit though, I don't remember too much from the direct other than like the general details. Like there's there's so many specifics they covered uh within that direct, even though it wasn't too too long. And uh it got me super duper hyped up for this game. I saw the giant monkey, I also and I got super hyped up for it. Alright, it's <laughs> this tradition to see a giant monkey. We've seen giant versions of literally any other animal, except for a freaking monkey. Okay, but the giant monkey, alright, Xeoblade 1, Xeoblade 2, and now Xeoblade 3, alright, level 6, level 80-something in the first area. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Very, very, that's, that's, oh my goodness. Um, and that's the thing about this game. They have a, I don't know, I don't know if it's safe to say they basically tried to make two games in one. But, like, one of the main gimmicks of this game is that you get to combine two characters together into one uh, larger, more powerful character. A giant uh, robot. A giant robot, basically. <laughs> um, their voices sound slightly cursed, but I, I won't get into that. Uh, and essentially, it, it's meant to be like for you to fight higher level enemies or something a little more large or difficult. Um, I'm not sure if it's how it's going to play out because it's you're in a team of six, but like if you're going to combine all like all three all six players into like pairs of um like into pairs, yeah, that's basically going to be just like another Xenoblade one in a sense. Uh yes, but there's also uh typically if the Xeno series right, it's three person party. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with Xenoblade Three, I could—it's uh, definitely a lot of differences because uh, what's it called? I think those restricted bosses to like, uh, kind of the kind of like the giant battles and certain mm-hmm. bosses to like grounded, and and it's something a little more like on the spot type of giant battle. Yeah, uh, see, that's the same thing that happens with in uh Zeno Gears, of course. Oh, this is gonna. Uh, you know, touching on that, you know, you know, uh, you know, Zeno series. Am I not 
it's going to be possible for me to talk about Xeno Gears, all right? You're going to have to bring up Xeno Gears and Xeno Saga because there's no way you can. There's no yeah, way you can ignore everything. those. Yeah, with Xeno. Well, there was also mechs in Xeno Saga, though comparatively, some of them were extremely broken, some of them were a little underpowering. But all you have to know about Xeno Saga is that episode two killed the series. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it still has a cult following, technically. In terms of story, yeah, but uh, everything else, you're 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 gonna you you really gotta be scraping the bottom of the barrel. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll, I haven't I haven't really I don't really know too much about those games, but. I, I was considering on exploring those. Oh yeah, all uh, I need to know is that Jesus Christ is in the game. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, I mean, I wish I was joking. With uh, <laughs> with how yeah. they kind of view a lot of spiritual stuff. And, yeah. And with how they presented. Uh, Xeoblade 1, oh my god, god, the artifacts, Xeoblade 2, god, yeah. this game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Xeoblade 2 is actually great if you, in terms of gameplay. Oh, all right. I mean, everything except for the tutorials. Dear gosh, I cannot get through the tutorials. Like, it's fine. I can learn the game by myself. But, like, my goodness, the tutorials are basically, like, five-page essays. Yeah, I saw it short and sweet. And then there's, no. uh, <laughs> and then there's the UI, right? Just yeah, that's those. That's consistently an issue that I have with the Zeo Blade series. I I actually dropped it because it's mm-hmm. it's not that it's too much for me to handle. It's just I I want to play the game, man. I mean, what do you think of the Zeno Blade Three uh, UI? Have you seen it yet? Uh maybe if you send a picture, I'll I'm interested. Uh, rather. Yeah. Uh so um, you know, with the with the actual UI, it's a lot more compact right mm-hmm. like i don't i didn't like with uh, how Xeoblade one of how the whole bottom of the screen is just a lot oh i know what you mean yeah like with all the arts all like lined up there yeah and with how what oh, what's it called uh the sides right with like blasting information and i'm mm-hmm. happy that uh the text is a lot smaller although yeah. it might be an issue for some people but it's not really I mean, I mean, if you're looking at, I mean, it, is is, the, <laughs> it is on the Switch, so. Yeah. Uh, so imagine just get your reading glasses on. All right. You <laughs> <laughs> know, I don't have reading glasses. Nah, we really. both have prescription glasses. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the UI, like, I got to say, um, it doesn't yeah, look. Yeah. It's just glamorous. Like, it's it just doesn't. It doesn't need to be super glamorous like the way they did for uh, Xenoblade Two, and yeah. even Xenoblade One, I'd say, or at least Definitive Edition. Like this one's just simplistic, and they chose like you know they, it still looks. How do I describe it? It still looks colorful, but they I didn't just want choose to the read old... the information, man. Yeah, like you can here. actually read the info here. It does. It's not like overdone with uh, crazy visuals. Um, well, I would say crazy visuals more so just. Oh, flying the screen of everything you <laughs> maybe need to know. Maybe a little too many drop shadows. Uh, 
Um, but overall, uh, it does look it does look like a major improvement from uh, one and especially two. It does look like a game. Yes. Yes, it looks just like the game, and, and it just you're actually seeing the game for once. Oh my god. <laughs> um and as mentioned before there was the whole battle system um one of the other uh aspects of this is how basically every party member like normally they'd have a different set of classes but um you're basically able to let them choose any type of class in a sense like yeah, it, and well, it even changes their clothes in terms of yeah. type, really in terms of art type yes and it even goes to the point of changing their clothes to look like they're uh, yes. other. <laughs> I asked the three I asked the three genders. There's oh, TPS, I think I, tag and woman. I think I had a screenshot of this actually, because it was it was such a like crazy thing. Um but like basically you can have everyone wear the same clothes as the protagonist of this game. And they all look they all look freaking crazy. Um, well, what if they are? What if everyone's different tags, huh? What if there's not a single? Technically, uh, yeah. Technically, yeah. But um, uh, I guess I, I'll just consider the main guy. I forget his name. Um, uh, yeah, like this. <laughs> you can. It's it's a little. It's oh, a you little. Mean from, do you mean Flynn from Shibagami Tensei E4? Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like they actually. No. Uh, uh, look pretty similar. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay, so here are their names. So we got yeah, Noah. We got Noah. Yeah, Noah. Okay, so that guy. So even the name itself, I'm not sure. Does that seem a little generic compared to a name like Shulk and Rex? Okay, Rex is just one letter away from being Lex. Okay. <laughs> hey, he could have been more generic. Or oh, sorry, Alex, maybe. Alex. Yeah. Alex. Right. Uh, but then <laughs> Shulk, how about Shulk though? Shulk is literally Shulk. Yeah, yeah, but they named sound Fiora, alright. Fiora? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh well. I mean, it's I, not I don't like, know. It's not like S and T four where they named someone they the two uh side characters. There's <laughs> Walter and Jonathan, alright. <laughs> and I named the fourth party member Isabeau. I mean that's pretty much that's pretty much what this this whole game is. It's like everyone except Noah has a unique name that you wouldn't like normally see. Um and then you have Noah. Yeah, I mean we got we got Zeon from Gun we got Zeon from we got uh the Zeon <laughs> from Gun from Gundam. Alright, Sieg Zeon. Um uh, Give ugh. everyone a different nickname. Yeah, uh we got What's his name? We got Mio, all right. Lands, Yudi, Pion, <laughs> and Seta, of course. Of course. Uh, I'm interested more in Zeon, all right. Not because, because it's a cool name, but because it's it's a uh, really reminiscent of a certain, well, a certain faction from a certain series I religiously watch, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. And uh, there was actually a couple other characters we saw. Uh, one of them was particularly blurred out in the Xenoblade 3 Direct. Uh, oh yeah, the Cosmos clone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can never, you can't replace Cosmos, alright? You can't. 
I, I I don't know. That's um. I don't know what the, what they're trying to hide there. They're not but hiding anything. It's just not hiding uh, anything. For most part, uh, the main designer or artist for Cedo uh, Zaga and also yeah. redesigns. Well, most of yeah. redesigns in ah, uh, what's it called? Uh, two as you play two, right? Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Ah, it's on top. Oh yeah, they did a lot of the designs, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's for the most part. I can see how they've come back to design a new robot girl again. Oh my goodness! Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have very fond memories of what robots in disguise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I'm sorry. I'm a little tired. Now I, I do have to say though, aside from changing arts like and having you know combining like combinations, uh they still have these uh iconic break topple launch smash system. Yeah, this, if they this, did, uh, if they did that, how would they separate themselves from every other RPG? All right, that's true. Like otherwise, it'd be pretty generic. I'd say. I would say um, generic. It would just be another run of the mill. Run of the mill. <laughs> Um, but that's the thing, like, how do you, do you think they'll get this, do you think they'll get this right? And not have a boring replay strat, like, replay strategy where you just keep rinsing and repeating? It's not hard, to be honest, with any RPG, JRPG, it it pretty hard to take, well, well, no, you got Skyrim. (laughs) Skyrim is just swinging your sword around and no, it's hoping not for the best. Sword. It's not, no, no, Skyrim is more so. All right, let me just exploit the game to the fullest. Oh yeah, okay, for, fair enough. Not that that works. Yeah. Uh, for both, and with that, uh, it's not hard to fi- for people to find exploits or at least find really powerful strategies to trivialize tri- trivialize the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, with. Uh, great example of obviously topple lock is Xenoblade Speed One, where mm-hmm. you could just loop topple, you could just loop your enemies to death easy. Yeah, yeah. but uh, two, they definitely recidified it, but there was still a lot of broken stuff in there, mm-hmm. or that that you don't particularly need to do it because. It's optional. You don't have to go for any super overpowered strategies, really. Mm-hmm. It's just play at your own your own way, really. Play at your own pace. Play at your own way. Yeah, you could be going a hundred five percent like Nathan here. What? Uh, what? <laughs> I personally could not do Xenoblade, like if unless I had all the time in the world. But like, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I have to admit, even for a game like this, I I would be very tempted to, but I'm just not sure because of how in terms of scale, right? Yeah, it's just massive. Like I cannot, um, I cannot comprehend how much there is to do in this game. Well, there could be less. Uh, well, unfortunately, there is more than that. <laughs> they have a. Yep. Uh, they do have an expansion pass, like uh, like usual. Yeah, um, like yeah, pretty much Torah. Like this is gonna, like this is probably gonna be a whole entire game at this point. 
and I guess three of the four, actually, you know, the fourth, the fourth one coming in the end of 2023 is pretty much going to be that big game coming out or game slash DLC. And yeah. I don't know what to say uh, other than better than, better than three houses. Better than three houses. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm obviously hoping for you know a physical release because that's what they did with Tora, and that was a genius idea. Like that's the first I've heard of them ever releasing like Nintendo ever allowing for a DLC to be released as a standalone game. Well, um, that's because it really is a standalone, right? Yeah, they they pretty much changed the mechanics in some ways, and uh, I'm definitely expecting them to do it for this. I mean, if they don't, that's fine. But like, if it's like a separate standalone game, I would. Or at least it feels like one. Yeah, if it feels like a, st- a standalone game, then I would definitely applaud them for that. Um, but going off of this, though, they really kept it quiet about what they could potentially bring to the table. They just gave us a expansion pass, price tag, and a list. Pretty much yeah. that. Yeah, um, going off the list, well, a lot to take in, but maybe a lot, a lot to take less in. To take out. Maybe a lot less to take out. $30 American, which uh, is actually pretty reasonable in comparison to most other DLCs. Yeah, but still, an expansion pass, I'm not super fond of most of them, especially if it's like, hey, I would rather just have it, like, give it time for, all right, mm-hmm. here's your expansion pass, now give us your money. <laughs> Instead of like giving you like content, oh hey, play this for like one hour and then no, no, the I talk one. about just wait until much later where they generate sub steam and hype and stuff. Oh, I know what you mean. Like they yeah give off tiny details. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously people want on uh, what's it called to know what's coming up next, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's the whole point of the hype train. And I don't want, I'm not super big on more artificial hype with, oh yeah, here. And did they really give us, us oh, oh, maybe, of course they don't want to give us that information, right? Yeah, but I guess it goes both ways because, like, Nintendo has tried both methods where they build up hype over a long period of time and they also did it in such a short, sudden appearance. Um, yeah. I wouldn't. I would imagine that this is something that they'll just extensively promote because Xenoblade is more of the niche, uh, the niche target market, and what they pretty much just just a JRPG. It's just JRPGs. There, most of them will be niche, but it'll always find a very strong hardcore audience. Yeah, and they're just devoting a lot of their marketing towards this one specific specific game for that reason, and I would imagine they do the same for. Uh, the DLC, uh, given you know the situation with this game compared to something like uh, Breath of the Wild 2, where people are like gonna buy it instantly. People know what they're gonna get themselves into. Disappointment, yeah. or this is the best selling game of all time. You cannot compare. <laughs> <laughs> cannot compare. Uh, and speaking of which, um, I guess we kind of lightly ta- talked about this earlier, but. How much do you think this is gonna be unique, uniquely different from previous Xeno games as a whole? No, 
Well, I mean, that's a question to have. I think it'll be more than unique. More than unique? Right? Uh, with a lot of the previous Edo games, games, uh, three, three person party, you, mm-hmm. you could, uh, like most other ones, you can't really switch out, out right? Yeah. And like it'd have to be in an, to like outside. To, yeah. Outside of battle, stuff like that. You get your three party members, you get, and you could go here yeah, with a lot of customization, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the Xenoblade, well, a lot of Zeo series or most JRPGs, right? Yeah, like they give you, they just give you, hey, here's a character, here's what they can do. All right, now have fun. Uh, just clearly highlighting hey, what they can do and what they might should do, right? Because with uh, Shulk, his whole deal is being the protagonist. Of course, she's going to be on the main <laughs> team. Dunban, you do the naked Dunban strat, and he'll dodge <laughs> every. No, that's a real strat. <laughs> I know, I know, I've seen yeah. it before. <laughs> Why literally he just runs around naked and he dodges everything because his evasion stat is so high is oh, I'm getting off topic. But and then of course it's ride time. He kind of draws aggro, gets enemies to attack him. It is also really good for support in terms of topple, which leads to the well, topple lock. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh and I'm not surprised if they're going like all in or all out in terms of, of hey, we're gonna give you so many options that it's gonna actually be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them. It works. Works. Yeah. It works really. Well, how? Why else do people play MMOs? That's true. Like they somehow mix it together in a way that becomes enjoyable. And well, that's pretty much the reason why I like Xenoblade. Like, it's not a complete other mess. Like, once you actually understand how everything works, it works like a charm. And I think, um, with what they're going in this game with, you know, six playable characters at, um, once. at once, and like they had it well thought out in a way that you can make the gameplay pretty much any way you want to go to, or like any strategy you'd want to go to. Yeah, you could be on the struggle bus, or you could be on the struggle bus. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm always on the struggle bus, all right? All, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> so I can imagine there's going to be many, many more replays, like different play, play styles in this game. Probably, it's probably going to be very broken, too. Like, there's going to be something out there that's going to be, like, beyond, beyond comprehension. Um, oh, oh no! I would say beyond comprehension, it's more so. Hey, you should play this way. No way, man! You should this play this way. This, this <laughs> is much better. Okay, and but and compared to a lot of other JRPGs, right? It's more so. Hey, so this build works. I don't think anyone else is going to use any other one. <laughs> the Noah costume strats. Everyone's rather. Oh, and everyone takes Noah's art. Oh no! I'm not talking about. The, oh no! Not the Noah strat. Sorry, sorry, the protagonist strat. The protagonist strat. Yeah, you gotta get your red coat. You gotta get your red Every, coat. Your whole sword. red coat team. Oh yeah, we're gonna call it the Red Rain. <laughs> I was gonna say Red Rain is something else, but Red we don't. I forgot. Let's what leave it. Let's leave it on Red Rain. The Red Rain of Terror. Red Rain of Terror. Sure. Yeah. Uh, although it is, uh, yeah, that works. Um, so, 
I guess I guess that leaves up to what do you think? How good do you think this game will become? I think it'll um, be great. Just slightly saying it. Slightly saying it like is very promising, right? Like, like this is a genuine great that you're talking about. Well, yeah, comparatively to a lot of other JRPGs, some fall flat on their face. You sub, don't even make it across the finish line. I, mm-hmm. And with Xenoblade 3, right? I'm not surprised that they'll make... I'm not going to question that they'll make the gameplay as varied and fun as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, Dwight Soft has made... has had a hand in making a lot of great uh, games, right? Yep. Uh, especially for like combat, especially combat, really. You have, and people may or may not recognize the series of uh, Project X Zone. Uh, also, and its uh, derivatives is uh, Namco Cross Capcom uh, and uh, Endless Frontier. Just to name a few. <laughs> yeah. And the combat systems in those games are very fun because of how. It works with mm-hmm. you know menu. Obviously, you got your menuing, but it's more so the combos yeah. and stuff. All right, you got your bombos. Those that can actually go on go on for a really long time. But it has mm-hmm. you know obviously you got your stamina stuff to balance things out. Yeah, and do you think Nintendo? Like, do you think with how uh, how um, Nintendo's been kind of getting uh, Monolith to do all the all the like side projects, like with their other big releases? Do you think Monolith should have a a bite towards combat in other Nintendo games. That's well, that's hard to say because for one, on on combat is going to vary depending on what the kind of game is, right? Mm -hmm. If it's a Kirby game, (laughs) no, no, (laughs) because uh, obviously the biggest issue. With developing a ah uh, well how I how do I put this to words? Words developing progression, right? Yeah, it's all about level building. With mm-hmm. Wall of Soft, they've uh, they go very linear, but Nintendo, but Nintendo is more not linear in some cases, really. Yeah, where there's not a set path with most Nintendo games, right? You could do. Yeah. As long Especially as you get recently. to the end goal, yep. As long as you get to the end goal, right? Mm-hmm. But with uh, a lot of JRPGs, it's just one straight path that can really greatly affect how y'all they do level design. I mm-hmm. don't doubt that the gameplay will be great. I just, I don't doubt that at all. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how a model of Sod would design them. Because their design philosophy is much more uh, is obviously much more different than Nintendo's. Yeah, like especially with something like Breath of the Wild, where um, like you know, Monolith did all the landscaping, but they never touched the combat because combat there was all based towards skill, which man, which also allowed you to explore pretty much anywhere around the map. And yeah. um, based on what you said, like I think it would make sense for them not to work on, like not to work on the combat if it's not something. That's uh, within their philosophy. Yeah, especially with how large Breath of the Wild is. Mm-hmm. It, I don't doubt that they will get too lost with their 
even but they do have like very open areas too mm -hmm. with a lot of the area with a lot of their ah shoot what was because yeah well a lot of their well world areas really i mean that's pretty much with every game that monolith's worked on like for nintendo uh Nintendo's basically like told, told them to work on the landscaping and uh level design um and I gotta say, even for that, every level is designed in such a way that it looks like an open world, but all can also be done in a linear way. Absolutely. Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't affect the combat, which uh, is based on what what type of game the developers want it to be. Yeah, with and obviously the Zeo Blade is very focused on kind of auto attacking stuff really mm -hmm. you know, with how they with how they kind of structured around around team compositions yeah and you're more focused on your team rather than you know just mashing a button or choosing a attack now i guess um close this off here uh tentatively speaking or at least based on your first impressions, uh, what kind of what rank on a play by tier list would you give this? There's not enough information for me to put on a tier list, right? Oh I yeah, I think the game is looks great. I think it looks fun, but that I can't just say what I think. I just need to get in my own hands to really decide anything. EBA. Well, yeah, that's why for most of my games, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the games that I'm probably going to review in the future, hint, I hint. want to get my hands onto them and really just feel them out before I can make any real decision. It's not just, oh, yeah, this game looks great. I'm going to make it S tier. Look at what happens mm -hmm. to so many of our games, right? Yeah, that's very true. Some games just they uh unfortunately disappointed and some other games they either try to oversell or, or they, they try to oversell but undersell or yep. they're just a whole slew of issues really. Marketed I, I, completely different than what they were actually. But three houses. <laughs> three houses is a whole different beast. And I'm pretty sure you guys already uh had a Pretty interesting review on that. That would have gone harder. Oh, you're saying you're suggesting that you help back on that game? No, not at all. Well, in a way that my language was appropriate. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but uh, in turn, I feel like a model will deliver on most of her promises on the gameplay front, but. Mm -hmm. In terms of story, that's that we're gonna have to wait for that on that. Because, yeah, I mean, we don't really I'm know be, much. I'm gonna be honest. When I play games, the story does help be help be actually stay engaged. Oh, yeah. same here. Story and it's, and also music for me as well. Like it's it's oh, basically no. what makes me don't, disregard. Don't doubt, don't doubt that the music will not be oh, good. I I've heard right. I've heard the music in this already and it's it's killer. It's freaking amazing. Like I cannot turn away the music from this. Um but yeah, music and story is ultimately what blinds me from gameplay in certain games. Uh 
There's a reason why I reviewed a certain game twice in Play by Tear, but uh, we won't get to that. <laughs> Almost definitely not yet, at least. For me, yeah. when it comes to music, uh, quite literally, the first day, one of sometimes when I boot up Zero Blade 1, it's just mm-hmm. I just listen to the menu music. Yeah, the menu music itself is already freaking amazing. And then I just. Both games. Just both, one and, and two. Then after, like, never... after like the first loop, I just. Quite literally, just start playing the game. Just want to yeah. ask all it. I quite literally, when my friend suggested, hey, what's, what should I do when I get Zero Blade 1? I just say. Listen to. Like, stay in the title screen. <laughs> okay, so you know the title screen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Listen to it. <laughs> listen to it. All right. There you go. That's the that's the thing. advice. That's the advice. Okay, everyone. Okay, when you play Xenoblade, when you play Xenoblade Chronicles, just one, li- one. Uh, not so much take two. It, take it all in. Take it all in. Take, take it all in. in. Where you start the game. Yeah. And I'll, and well, well, honestly, that concludes everything. Really. Yeah. The, our hopes, our wishes. And honestly, the direction of the game, and it's mm-hmm. possible. Fu- and I would say possible. It is going to have a future, of course. And yeah. Just general direction, future, in our quote-unquote predictions, ends with how we really feel about this game when it does yeah. come out. When it does come out, which is actually yeah. very soon, as of what, as of uh, when we're recording this, two weeks. Oh yeah, it's give you a nice two weeks. Oh, I sure yep. can't wait to not play this game because Nathan here is going to be glued to it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we'll have oh, to yeah. see about that. We'll have to see what happens. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us in discussing Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Now, we would love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. And we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.